Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. Antibiotic resistance is a growing problem that kills hundreds of thousands of people each year from what should be preventable diseases. To date, scientists have been trying to figure out the reasons in each individual case until now. A group from McMaster University in Canada has published a paper which shows for the first time the two common physical characteristics of bacterial resistance to antibiotics. Mariana Campos has been talking to Michael Reinstater, who explained what they did and how this could help in the development of new and improved medications. The big problem that we are facing is that many of the drugs that we use to treat diseases with have stopped working because the bacteria have become resistant. And that has become a huge problem. Already now about 700,000 people die from preventable diseases every year. So you're talking specifically about resistance? Yes, exactly. Resistance means that the bacteria have become resistant to the antibiotics that we designed to kill these bacterial cells. And what work did you do? And how is that different to previous approaches at solving this problem? There's, of course, a huge effort going on to, uh, to tackle this problem right now. Uh, many, many research groups are working on that. A lot of money is spent on this research. What often happens is that all these diseases and all these bacteria are treated differently and unique. And what we tried is we asked the question, are there maybe common properties amongst all these um, resistant bacteria that we can use to tackle this issue more efficiently? How does this fit in with all of the work in genetics in bacterial resistance? So there's a huge effort going on in genetics as well. And the question is, what makes these bacteria resistant? So we know that they changed their properties, they changed their structure, and all that is in the genetics. Our approach is much more um, applied at this point. We are just trying to find ways to overcome the antibiotic crisis and make antibiotics that work on the resistant cells. And did you run an experiment to figure this out? Yes, we ran a series of experiments. So what we did is we investigated bacteria which are still susceptible. That means that antibiotics still work on them. And then we also looked at uh, bacteria which are resistant. And we developed a technique where you can see molecules in the bacterial cell wall, which are about the size of a millionth of the width of a human hair. And we could see how these antibiotics work and try to penetrate the bacterial cell and what happens when these bacteria become resistant. And what did you find? How does it actually work? Bacterial cells often have a slight negative charge, and the antibiotics that we make, they have a slight positive charge, which makes them attracted to the bacterial cells. 
And then the bacterial cell walls are relatively soft as well, and our antibiotics are stiff, and the idea is that they can penetrate the bacterial cell wall and kill the cells. So they basically stab the bacteria, and the bacteria die. The resistant bacteria do two things. They reduce their charge, which makes them less attractive for the antibiotics, and they make their cell walls stiffer, which makes it harder for the antibiotics to penetrate and to stab them. What's the significance of this work? So instead of treating every disease differently and unique, now we have identified the two most basic mechanisms of bacterial resistance, which is the charge of the bacterial cells and the toughness of the membrane. And now we have two handles that we can use to tackle this issue. It's much more efficient than treating every case as a unique case. And what lies ahead now for you and your research group? Now that we have developed this toolkit, we are planning to screen through a lot more bacterial cells and a lot more antibiotics as well. So now we can screen not only the existent antibiotics and understand the molecular mechanism why they don't work anymore in resistant cells, but we can also screen through potential antibiotic drug candidates and help improve them already at the development stage. That was Michael Reinstater from McMaster University, Canada, explaining the physical characteristics of antibiotic resistance.